Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Staredown, where the boys are back in town. That's right, all four of us. It's a foursome teen off on a late night tee off on the first day of daylight savings. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, joined by Bill Risser, St. Petersburg, Florida, Todd Meininger in Cummy, Georgia. And welcome back, our NBA insider, Shea Brewer out of Portland, Oregon. Good to see you, boys. Let's start with you, as always, Bill. What's going on down in St. Pete? How's the weather and how was golf? Uh, today, the weather, it was 65 degrees this morning as I teed Burr. off on the first hole. Oh, yeah. We had, we had guys in overcoats. Uh, it was, was so there cold. a frost delay or no? <laughs> no, and uh, it was a beautiful day today. So we finally got the first, I mean, literally the first taste of fall. It has not been in the 60s for months. So uh, that felt really good. I got to be really honest and upfront. I know you guys had a huge game you watched yesterday and you're going to talk about it at length today. I didn't see one second of college football yesterday. Wow. Uh, so I was, Cindy and I went uh, headed out to uh, Mount Dora. So I wanted to show her this nice. cool little mountain town. This is amazing. Yeah. And Just then, north of Orlando, right, Bill? Yeah, yeah, about 30 miles outside of Orlando. And then from there, we drove down to Epcot and we went to the wine and food festival at Epcot Center. And we were there till about eight o'clock. So then it was uh, by the time we got home, Bill was tired and had to get up for golf the next day. So uh, we had a great weekend just uh, uh, just kind of just checking out parts of the state we hadn't seen yet. Awesome. Good. How was golf today? Uh, golf was good. I was minus one, um, you know, and the winner was plus three. So I was bummed. You know, a couple late doubles derailed what could have been a very a profitable day, but the rest of the team were horrible, Sean. They were like minus 11, minus 12, and minus seven. <laughs> so it was great. I had a good time. All right. Todd, how about you, bud? What's going on in coming Georgia? So Bill, you probably, you may or may not have noticed, but Sean and I uh, clued in early that you weren't watching the game and we took it offline. So yeah. <laughs> you missed about 130 texts, uh, which you probably didn't want to see, right? So yeah, I, I got about nine and I think you guys realized, uh, Bill ain't talking. Sean, yeah. Sean led that charge and I was, as soon as he did, I'm like, okay, good. Bill's, okay. Bill's on to something else, which is great. So, um, really good week, man. Really good week. Highlighted by two things. Um, one sports related, one not, I'll, I'll start with the not. Um, Bill, I think you joined in a little, um, had a great time Thursday post Halloween. Um, your buddy, uh, Anthony, um, uh, Anthony, what's his last name? Malafronte. Malafronte. Yeah. Malafronte. He, uh, Facebook live, um, via Nugs TV, the dead and company show on Thursday. And, uh, dude, I was hook, line and sinker. I spent hours watching that. It was, it was friggin' awesome. Sean and I had a good time and Bill, I, I know you jumped in a little bit. Well, here, so, Anthony said to me, when are we going to meet Todd? I go, I, I'll tell you what, <laughs> he goes to Melbourne every year. It, it happens sometime in the spring. I said, Will, you and I are going to truck on over, get it, trucking? We're going to truck on over to see, uh, to see Todd and, and uh, we'll hang out with him. So it's going to happen That's, this year. Yeah. I, I can't wait, man. All it's right. awesome. So that was a great time. And then today, uh, I'm sorry, yesterday, Sean, um, Went, uh, won my tennis match, uh, 5-0 and on the season, and, but it was semifinals, so we were off to city finals um, for Alta, our A5 team. So could be lifting the uh, big plate next week. Um, and our team, knock on wood, you never know, but we're pretty, we're pretty stacked. Um, so chances are high we'll be, uh, we'll be winning the whole shooting match. So looking forward to that for sure. So good, good fun weekend, a lot of college sports. and I, I got to jump in here. I'm, I'm killing our time. but. The question is, when you say our team, it's not just a doubles team. You have a, is it almost Davis Cup style? 
So no, that's, um, you're probably referring to USDA. So that's, uh, that's two singles and three doubles. Yeah. Um, Alta, which is the Atlanta, uh, lawn and tennis association is men's women's mixed. I'm in the men's league now, but it's five doubles lines. Wow. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I played four line four yesterday and I think I'm slated to play line five next week. So if it comes down to it, uh, we'll be the swing, <laughs> which right. I love dude. that, that kind of stuff. I live for that. So I'm, I'm good. Um, uh, but again, the way our lineup's pretty loaded. So I'll be, I'll be surprised if I have to break a sweat, but if I do, I'll be ready. So, um, Todd, if, if need be, will you go at the chest of somebody at the net on a return? Um, sure. I mean, all staring, love and <laughs> okay. war, right? Just check, it, just check and see how serious this tennis is. That's awesome. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're, we're playing for a, and literally there's a plate. It's pretty cool, Bill. You'll like it. It's a, okay. a pewter plate and there's a big plate and a little plate. Um, and the joke is you either get a, a main course plate or a salad plate. So we're hoping for the, for the main course. <laughs> all right. Nice. Sorry, so, sorry, Sean. I had guy, to, guy, I had that's to... all right. I want to. I want to welcome back our good friend from the Pacific uh, Northwest. Uh, Shay Brewer uh, is joining us. Uh, he's he's made it. He's made a a, a a command decision. He was he was driving to get to the show, and he he was stuck in traffic, so he pulled off to the side of the road so he could be safe. But I I want to before I welcome Shay back, I want to dispel a internet rumor that's going rampant on the <laughs> Stare Down Cast uh, website. Shay has not been suspended from the show. He's just been busy. <laughs> Uh, he has not been serving a suspension. He's not going to play. Was he uh, was he he's not going to play minor league baseball in Birmingham or anything like that oh, in between. Yeah. We're not trying out other guests or, or hosts or anything. No. Hey, Shay Brewer, hey, welcome back, buddy. Let, let me jump in, Sean. I think I speak for Bill and you. Um, although Shay's had a hiatus, I think he goes mentioned every week. So his impact, his impact lives even if he's not on the show. So True. Great to have you back, man. He's like he's like Vera on Cheers. <laughs> Oh man, there's, no way, there's no way he gets that one. <laughs> What's up, well, how, old do you, how old do you think I am, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> well, now we, we, unfortunately, we know, or fortunately, right? We know, right? Yeah. Right. What's going on, brother? Guys, I miss you guys so much, man. I haven't been on in, in so long. I've been trying to keep it under four games so I don't have to sit out next season when I transfer. Uh, <laughs> he's on the he's on the uh, podcast transfer portal is he in the bourbon boys portal Sean? <laughs> that's awesome so what do you know guys to, man? how's the how's the uh the, the how's the portland city in the in the um new season kicking off we're gonna have you jump into the nba here in a little bit after we get through the world series and, and football but what's up Oh, guys, it's, I've been sports overload, which is never a bad thing in my book. We've got baseball, we've got NFL, we've got college, we've got college, college basketball kicking off next week, NBA. This is like sports heaven around here. And oddly enough, this fall, this autumn here in Portland has been absolutely amazing. It's very, very, very little rain. And mm. the leaves and the trees are just absolutely amazing here. Sun every day, no clouds. I almost feel like I'm in Florida. Sounds like a Van Morrison song. Huh? <laughs> what? Florida. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Glad to have you back, Shay. Uh, guys, my week, as you know, I, I was up in Michigan until uh, late Friday night. Saw my first snowfall of the year. Uh, hmm. You know, not a not a fan of snow by any means, but the first time it, you see it, it, it is very pretty. And, uh, you know, driving in upstate Michigan, I was about four, four hours north of Detroit in a town hmm. called Gaylord, Michigan. Bill, you've heard of Treetops, the great golf yep. course. Yep. I uh, would like to have been able to play but uh had a great time and then you know did a lot of a lot of podcast listening to on my seven hour drive home uh, and then the last two days i've been just watching a lot of sports and 
getting some stuff done. I'm starting to prep for a present big presentation I have coming up in three weeks down in Arkansas. So uh, starting to put all that together. Uh, just find, f- finished my final research today, so now it all starts getting put into into deck form, Bill. Yep. Uh, over the next few weeks, so uh, let's talk some sports, guys. Let's let's start with what happened on Thursday night. Uh, sorry, Wednesday night. Wednesday night was the last game of the World Series. The baseball season is now done. We have a new champion. The Washington Nationals are your world champs. And I guess the the interesting observation, Bill, you mentioned on the show two weeks ago how much even standing room only tickets were going for <laughs> in Washington. I think that number went up. It's, it's kind of juicily ironic to think that all the people that dropped a lot of money to watch their hometown teams never saw them win one single game. No. First time it's ever happened. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, really that, just an unbelievable thing. And, and so let's, Bill, let's, let's get your thoughts and, and maybe you can give some insights also to your son, Kevin, what, what, he, what he's experienced living in D.C. So I've, I've tainted my son forever. You know, parents can jack up a kid. You know that, right? Um, Shay, hopefully you'll find out one day. Um, you got to do the right thing and you got to, <laughs> um, here's, here's Kevin's thought on the thought process. It was, I, dad, there's no way I'm dropping 800 bucks for a ticket. Cause if they lose, I'll be crushed. <laughs> and that's, and that's the San Diego part of us. So it's just like, why would you want to go to that thing? And because if you lose, you're going to, the, the low is so low that it, I, sometimes it off, it does, the, the high that's possible doesn't offset it. It's a weird way of looking at sports, but he ended up watching with some buddies, you know, for the, for the, uh, for the games that were in Washington. And one game they were milling around the area. But I can't even imagine what that's like with 45,000 people just kind of milling out of the stadium going, you know, we just lost three in a row at home and we're down 3-2 and we're going back to Houston, right? Had to be brutal. Um, but, and, and the opposite euphoria of Houston oh, saying like, oh my God, I can't believe we, we left here two, down 2 nothing. We're coming oh, home. Two, yeah. Verlander's yeah. pitching. This is a for sure win. Uh, and just once again, it was just a tale of two cities where the bats were alive for the opposite teams in each city. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, I think uh, as, as good as the Astros are, uh, what, what the Nationals pulled off was simply astounding, right? To, to face five elimination games and to be behind in all five games and to win all five games. That is, that's absurd. That, that, that yes. just doesn't happen, right? That, that happens in a Hollywood script. Against the aces they face too, right? Absolutely. For for Strasburg to go five and zero in the postseason, right? And and uh, in a I don't want to call it a contract year, but we have to call it a contract year because opting out of four years, one hundred million because he's going, he's going to double that. He's going to double his annual <laughs> yeah. salary to somewhere between forty and fifty million. Yep. And he was he was named the MVP uh, yep, yep. P- partially because of the five wins, but you know he had two in the World Series, um, games yep. two and games. Six. Um, yeah, six was critical, right? Because you had to get to seven. You had to get to a Scherzer and see what he could do. And for him to do what he did in game seven, to just somehow pull it together, uh, to, to limit it to just a couple of runs. And uh, Bill, to, to think about this. He went eight and a third innings. He probably could have stayed in and pitched Strasburg? the last. Oh, he could have finished. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah he could have. Um, yeah, it's – I don't. I mean, I, Shay, what's your take? You're, you know, on the other side of the country up there and uh, – you know, all this stuff is happening out uh, on the East Coast. Was was it uh, as thrilling for you, or were you pulling for the Nats, or were you pulling for the Strohs? I, I wanted to see the Astros win it, um, but what the Nationals did was incredible. They were the third largest underdog to win a championship. There's that angle I was waiting for from Shea. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, yeah. There, uh, you know you know what it reminded me of, guys? It re- do you guys remember back when the uh, the Marlins beat the Yankees in the World Series? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was yep. huge. It was very sure. similar to that. It was very yeah. similar to that to me. Yeah. 
Yeah, 107 win team with uh, Cole. But by the mm. way, I've known of Garrett Cole for a long time, right? I'm a I'm a National League only fantasy baseball guy. Garrett Cole was just like a serviceable number three or four. But it's Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, for like a long time, it was like he was nothing. It was just kind of Garrett Cole. Who cared? And he's turned into Cy Young all of Duh, a sudden. Yeah. You know, unbelievable. Um, I mean, Jake Arrieta, we talked about it, had a similar run for a while. Uh, and, you know, then he sort of disappeared. I don't expect that from Garrett Cole, but here's another guy who's going to make a ton of money, um, mm. you know, this offseason. So, yeah. And I, you know, I, I, had, I have to bring this up because, you know, I know how much it affects Todd. <laughs> uh, the Ronald Acuna, Juan Soto comparisons, right? Right. Both very young, both very, uh, I'll use the word enthusiastic. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's new school, right? It's new yeah. school. Well, yeah. not all new school. Not all not all new players are like that. But you know, it, it once again, if you are a fan of that team, you absolutely love those guys. And mm. the majority of people who aren't fans think they're, you know, showboats and doing some just being kind of crazy and not respectful and having too much fun. I don't know if that's a fun thing to say. I don't want it to be the NFL and no fun league, but you know, um, but it, it, you know, I have. Well, let me I, ask you a question, Bill. Do you think yeah. Soto carrying the bat to first base was in response to Bregman oh, carrying the bat to first base? One hundred percent. Are okay. you kidding yeah. me? It, oh it was almost. It, it was a. It was less of a showboat and more of a uh, a troll job. I thought. It oh, was, absolutely. It was Here's great. Your response. Absolutely. He goes. I thought it was awesome. Awesome what Bregman did. He said he thought it was awesome. And he goes. I was so glad to hit home run, and I was so glad to mimic it. Like <laughs> he's just having those guys are just having fun. Like yeah. I, I get it, Bill. You got to respect. You got to play the game right. But I think those guys get lost in they're just having fun. And isn't that the way it should be played? Now I get it. You can't be too showy. You can't show someone up. Like. I think there's a happy balance, but um, I think those guys are having fun. Yeah, hey, did you, so here's the happy balance. As long as you're cool with getting drilled in the ribs at the plate the next time you're up, go for it. Have all the fun you want. But, but Todd, that's, that's part of the game too. If you're a pitcher who's pitched you know, 10 or 15 years in the league and it's not, you don't feel like a kid that you could be the, you know, young enough to be your kid is going to do that kind of stuff to you after all the time you've put in the, into the game, one of the ways to retaliate is to you know, come inside. And sometimes you so, come a little too far inside. So again, I don't want to go backwards. I think we rehashed <laughs> it. But with, with Acuna, <laughs> his <laughs> showboating cost him runs. Right. So when, so when the Cardinals decide to hit him two, three times after, I'm like, no, no. You want him to, to be a showboat because it's costing him runs, right? So that was my beef. I'm like, I would be like, hey, if you want to not hustle out to first and be held to a single, uh, so be it. Yeah. Um, Two things, Sean, and I know I, uh, I don't know if you want to move on or not, but did you see the um, hat um, Cole was wearing um, in his in his presser? No, uh, he was wearing a S- Scott Boris hat. It was the oh. Scott Boris company logo. So you think he's he's uh, gone <laughs> and going for the payday? Of course he is, right? Scott, Scott Boris has, I think, Strasburg as well. Oh my God. I, think, I, think he's got, I, think I he's, wish he was my friend. I wish he was my friend. <laughs> um, and the second thing, and I'd, go, I'd, go, I'd be remiss not to mention it, but the Nats bullpen was sick during that World Series yeah. and the playoffs. I don't think they gave up a run they inherited from the seventh inning on. Definitely in the World Series, maybe even the playoffs. I read some crazy stat um, how good they were. So it's obvious to look at the starting pitching, the hitting – um, that bullpen was just sick. Man. Well, you, yeah, you, know, you, know, you know what's kind of cool if, is almost every starter 
as well as some of the bench players on both teams had a moment in the spotlight at some point in the, in the world mm-hmm. series. I mean, I mean the home runs from guys that you weren't expecting, Howie Kendrick comes in um, mm-hmm. and, and, and drives the home run. I mean, it was just, it was really cool to see how many players took the spotlight at some point in, in that series. And people are banging on Verlander for losing. I'm like, dude, the, the, the home runs that were hit off him were like low and outside curveballs that yeah. went down and got. I'm like, some, it's, not a sh- it's not a shame to lose if you get beat by, by a, a better batter, right? I mean, if you hang just a, 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 a curveball that's dripping meat and they take it deep, that's one thing. But, I mean, God, these guys step up. It's crazy how good they are. And it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And that's, I don't think Verlander didn't take the loss in game six, did he? What's that? Harris took the loss, right? Because because yeah, but Verlander took a loss earlier in the season, yes. early in the series, and I think he's was zero and five in the last, you know, whatever. He was getting banged on, he's which zero and six in the World Series alone for his right. career. Yeah, so yeah. he makes Kershaw. He's, he gives Kershaw a run for the money for. Uh, <laughs> not, but again, is it not bad for, pitching or just you know your team's not scoring runs for you and you give up two? You know, it's a little, it's a little bit of both. You look at ERAs. Yeah. You know, Kershaw's way worse than uh, Verlander's, but it's, yeah. it's part of the uh, it's part of the equation. I mean, you expect those guys to win. Right? He's paid yeah. to win, so yeah. right. Yeah. He he's probably his harshest critic. So yep. But he's going home to Kate, so he's not that upset. <laughs> I'm just saying, life's not too bad, right? <laughs> All right, let's let's go to college football, boys. Uh, let's let's get out of the way early, Todd. Biggest game of the day yesterday, obviously Florida Georgia game, eight versus six. Yep. Uh, first drive of the game. Florida's moving the ball effectively with Kyle Pitts, the all-star tight end. They get to third down. They run a little flare. Michael P. Ryan brings it out, gets the first down, or does he? They review it, and they say, no, he didn't get the first down. It actually was behind uh, the line. They go for it on fourth down on a kind of a weird off-his-back foot pass instead of another mm-hmm. run for one yard. And then the, the whole complexion of the game changed after that. Uh, that was one of two calls that were questionable that went against Florida on the replay. Uh, the, the bigger one on Cager's ball, ball that touched the ground on the, on the pass, and the next play they score a touchdown. Um, just, just your overall thoughts, and we'll get Shays and Bills, and we'll, we'll, you know, not much we can change in just conversations, but uh, I want to avoid talking about this game that's just going to be one of those what if down the road. But, Todd, your thoughts. Okay, so put me on the clock. Um, so I'm, I'm never, 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 and I believe it. I believe it in my soul. I'm never one to blame the officials. But Florida, I think, was a victim of some unfavorable calls. Um, I don't think it necessarily cost them the game, but certainly cost them some momentum shifts that may have affected For sure. Um, I don't want to bang on replay. I'm on record here saying I, how much I hate it. The whole point of replay is to write the wrong calls. And to this day, I don't know how that was called a catch and not an incompletion. The guy with the best job in the world, he watches the game and twice a, a, a football <laughs> game, they call him and say, what do you think? What do you think? The official, um, I forget his name, but he goes, obviously it's incomplete. This is a no brainer, but the, the play stands. Um, Anyway, enough on that. Um, just didn't think things – bounces have to go your way. Good calls have to go your way. I don't think it happened. So the result is probably what it needed to be. I mean, Florida can't – they couldn't run. Um, gosh, the, the third and longs killed me, right? I mean, yeah. we have three defensive backs that claim to be first-round draft, draft picks and just got beat time and time again. So um, that was disheartening for sure for me. 
is the the third and long um, first and ten. So that that kind of stinks. The big picture, and I'm trying to keep on the big picture, is I think we're we're a year away, not quite ready for prime time. So if we build on this and and keep improving, um, uh, that's great. I think Georgia's got a tough row with uh, Missouri away, uh, Texas A&M and Auburn, and then the you know hopefully for them the winner of the LSU Alabama. So a lot of uh, a long way to go for uh, for for Georgia, but um, good game, just very frustrating because I think it was there for the taking, don't you, Sean? Yeah, of course. And I, you know, I, Bill, as we said earlier, we, we went off of the text thread with you just, and it was just Todd and I, and I, I felt like I was just becoming too negative on the text. So literally at the, uh, after the first drive of the second half, I apologized to Todd. I turned, I literally turned my phone off. Wow. Yeah. Put it in another room and, uh, and promised yep. I wouldn't come back on until I'd taken a walk, uh, after the game. <laughs> uh, I, I actually liked that you did that because we're both fans, passionate fans, yeah. and we can get in our own minds sometimes, right? And oh, yeah. everything, everything sucks that we do and everything, you know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, yeah, let's take a break because it was getting toxic for sure, Bill. I'll, well, and, I'll, and, and I, wasn't, I wasn't poking t- the bear with Todd, but when that review happened, I said, they're going to they're gonna rule it a catch. And Todd's and like, I said, there's no we'll way they're going to rule it a catch. Yeah. And I said, trust <laughs> me, they're going to rule it a catch. And Gene Steratore is like, I don't see how they can rule it a catch. And I just kept texting Todd saying, they're going to rule it a catch. And they came back on saying, call stands. And it's just like, you gotta be kidding me. And, and so Bill, in my fashion, I said bullshit 15 times in a row. I, I copied and paste bullshit. bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> oh, you, you copy and paste. Oh, that, I didn't realize sometimes, that. Yeah, I sometimes. thought you were really fast with your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that angry. You thought I was that angry, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, obviously, you know, game's over. You got to move on. Uh, it's one of those, what ifs, uh, you know, I think, I think the frustrating part Todd was, was, and, and Shay, you can maybe jump in on this from your viewpoint as a sports fan. You know, we go to LSU, we play, a, you know, a number two team at the time, LSU in death Valley at night. And we look, everything is, is, is on point with our, our team. You and I texted back and forth. Mullen called it all, all, ultimate game. Uh, you yeah. know, we, we got, we got run on, run up and down the field on, and then we go into Georgia in a game that, you know, we, shouldn't have been intimidated at all. And we just felt like we just were a little bit, a little bit a day late and a dollar short on every play. The, the, the secondary was, was just out of position and, you know, good for Fromm for hitting his receivers where he needed to. Uh, but so Shay, you know, before, let me, let me jump in before you, uh, before you take the mic. Um, it just seems like a missed opportunity. That's what's frustrating for uh, us as a Florida fan. It seems like a missed opportunity. Like we had it. And again, hats off to Georgia. Um, good win, but really hats off to Harry in number 35. So with 10 minutes left, Florida is down two touchdowns, very meticulous drive, takes a little more time than I want, but hey, we 17 score. 17 plays, right? yeah. Yeah, we score three minutes left, stop them, stop them, call our timeouts, it's third and long, and Harry has the circus catch of the year to take the dagger and just put it in your heart, right? So great, legit catch. But if he drops that, which he does nine times out of ten, we get the ball back with two minutes left. Who knows what happens? Again, just seems like missed opportunity. So, yeah. Shay, did you see any of it? Yeah, I watched the, uh, I watched the entire game. Um, it was a missed opportunity by Florida. Definitely had a chance. Georgia left the door open. Um, yep. Florida definitely had a chance to win that game. Um, it's kind of heartbreaking to see that with that being said, I think on Saturday, as well as the uh, Saturday in August, if you look at those rosters, Georgia was better at every single position with the exception of defensive end. 
mm-hmm. on that football field. And, and uh, uh, Grenard, right? Yeah. Yeah. With the exception of defensive end, Georgia was better at every single position on that football field. And that hurts. And I think that Florida is – they're getting close and they're closing that gap, but it's recruiting. I mean, if you look at recruiting rankings, Georgia's been top five recruiting rankings yep. for the last three years. You know, so it, it starts on the recruiting end and getting these kids out of high school, and then it goes into coaching these kids up. And even even more than that, Shay, I – it's the boring positions that we need to get better at. It's the offensive line. It's the interior you defensive alignment. Yeah, you couldn't run the ball. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, we, we couldn't even, I mean, and you know, Mullen to his defense at the end, they're like, you didn't try to run. He's like, we're down 14 points. We got to, we got to throw. Um, but, you know, it, the offensive line for, you know, we didn't even, I think we hurried from once. We didn't get pressure on from when we need to. That's why they're so successful on third down, right? He had plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Shane, I'm so glad you brought that up. So, Sean, this today, uh, since pre-mentioned uh, before I we have city finals next Saturday, we went hit this morning. So I hit with three Georgia guys, right? I'm sorry, two Georgia guys and a Clemson guy. So I'm talking to the Clemson guy really loud going, God, you have a bunch of five stars and you beat little old Florida by only seven points. You know, <laughs> so I, was, I was playing that angle up. Bill, we grew up, Sean and I, as the Mighty Gators, right? Spurrier used to call us the Mighty Gators. So now we're playing the old poor us. You know, we just have three stars. <laughs> but you're right. They, they, they're – and again, the longer the game goes, they have more depth. They have better players. And that's Mullen's challenge. The, the X's and O's are there. We just need to get better players in certain positions. And I think, it, you know, hopefully it will take care of itself. But, again, hats off to Georgia for recruiting well and, uh, you know, Yep. Having the lots, lots to play for still. We can still win 10 games. Um, and uh, that, that'd be pretty impressive for Mullen to win, you know, back to 10 back, wins yeah. his first two seasons. Uh, you know, we, we're going to have to rally the troops against Vandy. I, I expect a very sparse crowd in the student section, a noon kickoff yeah. against Vandy. Cool. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, let's go out west, Shay. Uh, what's the talk about Oregon? You know, they lost, they lost two and a half months ago. Yet they are kind of positioning themselves that if they, if they, you know, first of all, they have to win out. I mean, there's no question about that. But that was a that was a good win in the Coliseum. Uh, they were they were behind early, uh, kind of a slow start, and then they dropped what 52 after being down 10 zip. Um, they I think they went on a 52 to seven. 52 to seven. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thoughts um, on that, and and then go up the go up the road to, to Washington, who had it. A, a good first half against Utah, and then just at the end of the first half, kind of made a couple boneheaded plays, and then the game was over. The, the season's by no means over with, but I'm really looking forward to a potential Oregon-Utah Pac-12 championship game. I think that would be an excellent game, one of the best football games of the year. Um, with that being said, to just discuss the climate here in the Northwest, it's kind of refreshing. I've been here three years, and for once I see people really excited about college football. They genuinely, genuinely believe Oregon has a shot in making it to the uh, to the college football playoff, which they do. But mm-hmm. let's be honest here: the SEC is still king, and I honestly think the SEC will get two in before the Pac-12 is able to get one in. Ooh, really? Well, I mean, it just depends if Georgia loses to A and M or Auburn, and then upsets LSU or Alabama in the SEC. That that'll open the door, right? I mean. It's not impossible. It seems improbable, though, right? Well, but I think there, it not only opens the door, Todd, for the loser of the SEC game, in your case, let's say it's LSU, but if LSU beats Alabama on, like, a last-second field goal 24-21, to 21, 
you know, or 24 to 23, let's say, and then loses a close game to Georgia, then you're saying, well, Alabama could beat Georgia, you know? And I mean, so it, yeah. So that, now yeah. you're talking three teams in the SEC. Well, Georgia would have to lose and then, yeah, I hear you. It's, we, we, you'd we, be we, looking at three teams for two slots. I'm sorry, Bill, go ahead. Yeah. We, we want like one lost chaos. I think that would be just sweet because it, it's possible, right? Can it play out? Absolutely. Except for Clemson. They're going to go, they're going to be undefeated. They're going to be in, I think, because they're, there's nothing going on that's going to stop them. Unless they like, really, you know, just yeah. have a, a, a major problem, major, you know, like you said, stumble. But imagine, I mean, it's it's entirely possible for the all for the SEC to have all five or six one-loss teams, four or five one-loss teams, maybe whatever. I mean, it'd be fun. It'd be fun to see how that all plays out for me. Um, we'll see. <clears throat> but it's there. The possibility's there. Clemson I mean, is it. NC State, Wake Forest, and South Carolina left. So mm. they'll be heavily favored in all three. Yeah, heavily. Yeah. yeah. The reality of it is, and it hurts me to say this, but Auburn is maybe the fifth best team in the SEC. Mm-hmm. And they're going to oh. end the season with three, if not four losses. Mm. And a four-loss SEC middle-of-the-road team beat the best representative you have from your conference in the Pac-12. It's really difficult to get in. You don't have an argument. Right, right, right. But yeah. you get that whole early in the season thing, maybe. You know what I mean? Right? That's always the what you hear. That, that Oregon can get away. For Auburn if if uh, you think Malzahn's going to stick around or you think they're going to – I think they should stick with him, but that's a, that's a separate hour. Well, yeah, Willie, w- Willie Taggart's available if the, for Auburn. Oh. <laughs> By the way, he's getting $17 million to get fired. Wow. Right? Good, good for Willie. So basically, good. yeah. For I mean, yeah, good for Willie. His nine wins. His agent. His nine wins, Todd. His nine wins are going to average out to three million per win. Wow. Wow. Uh, once all said and done, I mean, right. good for him. I can't believe. Uh, it. Obviously, that 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 yeah. buyout does that buyout does drop if uh, if he signs a new head coaching job. But once again, it's kind of um, uh, unlikely to see him all of a sudden job? being highly touted. Yeah. yeah. There'll be a coordinator. I click a lot of. Uh, Hey, by the way, it, rolling out the red carpet. To there's a path for the Minnesota Golden Gophers to be in the playoffs now, right? Went out. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Just went out. Sure, sure. I mean, <laughs> they 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 have to win out. But they got to beat Wisconsin. They'd have to beat Ohio State. They'd have to. <laughs> Penn State. State. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But think about it. Who would ever thunk that at the beginning of the year? Well, I mean, let's let, let's go to one Big Ten game on, on my path to the uh, to next week. Um, Michigan, now once again, to keep it in a grain of salt, they beat a Maryland team, a shitty Maryland team. Mm-hmm. But Michigan's starting to fire on, on some good cylinders right now. They, yep. I believe they go to Michigan State next week. Uh, they just got to get ready for Ohio State. That's kind of waiting for Ohio State to come to Ann Arbor. Um, two games in the American Athletic Conference, uh, UC beats Eastern Carolina in overtime. That was kind of an exciting game. Um, but, boy, I really enjoyed watching that SMU-Memphis game. That was a yep. fun game to watch. And, and Shay, you might have had that on in the background. Um, it was a it was a high scoring game. It was a really an exciting offensive game. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of big defensive plays, but Memphis uh, with a good showing on Beale Street uh, for game day. I thought mm. there was good energy, and it was interesting the way they had it set up down the street. So the people literally were like four blocks from the stage, uh, but it looked like a lot of fun. But a big win for Memphis. They they knocked SMU from the unbeaten's, and um, there's only I think five left now. Five or six left. No, I guess there's eight left. Um, and then next week, a lot of it will change with the two eight no teams going against you, the four eight no teams matching up. Any thoughts on any of those games? Did any of you guys watch the the late game? Um, 
I was uh, – I'll go back. Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. Did you all watch that game? All the school yeah. <laughs> Virginia right. Tech just could not throw the ball. <laughs> they just could not throw the ball or they had that game. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That That's the game that jumped out. I I was toast after Florida, Georgia, Sean. I, I had my <laughs> eyes on the SMU, but, I mean, I was – it was, God, I, I, I want to think that I'm, you know – a grown man, and I'm not going to let this thing, this stuff affect me, but it bummed me out. Um, I got over it quicker than I used to, but yeah, the night games I just kind of had in the background. I was just, I was, <laughs> it was just kind of there. So nice. All right, let's 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 turn our eyes to next week then. Um, boy, CBS is not wasting any time promoting this game. Uh, all the games they had on the NFL today. There's they, a. Big game next week at 2.30? Yeah, every every <laughs> NFL game today that CBS covered, they spotlighted and featured the players that were played for LSU or Alabama in the pregame. Uh, they had little uh, sound bites in between halftime saying who they, who they think is going to win next week. Um, for the first time ever, I think, uh, at this late in the season in the Power Five conferences, we have two games matching eight no teams in the Big Ten. You have Penn State at Minnesota. Wow. In the SEC, you have LSU at Alabama. Uh, Shay, let's just start with you and just go around the horn. Um, thoughts on LSU-Alabama? I'm riding with Joe Burrow, baby. I love, <laughs> it. I, love, I, love, I love what Brady's putting together as a passing game coordinator down at LSU. I think they score enough points. I think the secondary's uh, – it's good enough to 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 manage uh, with those receivers in Alabama. We don't know how healthy Tua is, and Alabama's defense hadn't been the Alabama of old. I think that LSU can sneak into Tuscaloosa and come out with a victory. You think it'll be a high-scoring game or a low-scoring game? You know what's interesting? Um, I think it'll be around middle of the road. Uh, every time these two seem to play each other, it's always a low-scoring game. Mm. I remember back a few years ago, it was like nine to six. You know, yeah. it's always a really low-scoring game when LSU and Alabama get together. Uh, I think that LSU will put up a few more points because they're focused a little more on the pass. But uh, say, I mean, Alabama's going to do what Alabama does, and Saban's going to control the control the trenches and uh, and four yards in a cloud of dust you until he gets his opportunity. And it's going to be a real chess match. I feel like in the first half, so I think it'll be middle of the road as far as scoring goes. Haven't haven't really average teams put up 20, 25 points on Alabama this year? I mean, you, you could tell. I mean, it doesn't seem like they're going to be able to stop Burroughs. Having said that, they'll be the team that Bill, shuts Bill, them down, right? Van, Vandy put up 38 on right. LSU. That's not, that's a, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, but aren't yeah, you empty the benches, you know, getting the yeah, – aren't you the freshman yeah, play? Look, yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I think America would love to see a – 38-35 or a 31-28 type game that's just up and down the field back and forth, you know, um, versus a 6-3. Versus a to three, You know, I mean, Bill, you love your National League one nothing games. Uh, but. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> so let's, um, let's clue Shay into a little segment we've been having since we've been gone. I don't know if you It's time to play uh, Guess the Spread. Sean, LSU-Alabama, what do you think the spread is right now? Uh, I haven't looked. I'm, I'll say LSU or uh, Alabama two. Ooh, I'm else? seeing six and a half. Huh? Alabama you missed it. You. It o- that's it's down a point. It opened Alabama minus seven and a half, and it's already yeah. down a point. Yeah, just in a few hours that has been posted. Shay, Sean, over, Sean's 
And Sean, by the way, Sean's clipping about 75%. Yeah, he gets, he, we give him a three point. Plus minus three, yeah. Right, right, yeah. He's been killing it. Even a weird. At, I don't look at anything ahead. I just, yeah. What do you think the over under for that game is, Sean? Well, if Alabama's a, what, you said six and a half point favorite right I'm, now? I'm seeing six and a half. Yeah. Wow. So I'll say over under 51. 65. Can you believe it? They're, they're, wow. Then, so. Everything we've been well, talking, everything, everything opposite of what Shay just said in his, <laughs> uh, yeah, in his, wow, that's, that's, you know, I guess these, both these teams can score quickly. Um, and, and that's been their MO this year. So, yeah, so, so I'm going to jump in. I totally agree with Shay. All signs point to LSU and Joe Burrows, but I'm still in the camp of how can you, how can you pick against Alabama? They're, they're still Alabama. <laughs> they're going to find a way. Nick Saban's going to work his magic. So I will not be surprised with either outcome, whether it's Alabama or LSU. Got That's another game for him? Todd, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah, come on. Bill, I, I, I want to get your, your opinion on it too, but Todd, I want to ask you this. Let's say, let's just say that Alabama loses this game at home to LSU. LSU goes on to win out and win the SEC. Does okay. the committee keep Alabama out? A one-loss Alabama team out? No. I, I want to say no, but it depends on the other factors. But as it as it stands today, no, they'll they'll get in. I agree with I mean, that. So how it's, invested do you think that way? Right. I mean, I'm trying to think of a scenario. It's not if you know if things trend the way they are now. What was the um, what was the question? Does a one loss Alabama if LSU team? wins? If LSU wins on Saturday, and then win out, and Alabama wins out, Shay's posing the question: How will they keep Alabama out of the the, the playoffs? So uh, let's let's take the teams. There'd national be LSU, fatigue. It would be LSU, that, Ohio State. Yeah. Who who would be the four then? It would be LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Clemson, Clemson. So who? Bumps Alabama out of that poor spot is what Shay's asking. Well, there's a lot of Oregon. there'll be other one loss teams, right? A Pac-12 champion possibly Oklahoma. is opposed Oregon to Oregon wins out. How do you not pick Oregon over Alabama after losing the first game of the okay. season? Okay, let me throw this one at you. What if <laughs> Baylor wins out? Ooh, ooh. If Baylor undefeated. goes undefeated and they win the conference championship, they have to be in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's so, so right now there's three teams in the Big Ten that would control that destiny. Um, Obviously, in, in Todd, in your example, you're you're plugging Ohio State into that slot. I think but, Ohio State's in. Unless yeah. Now, now, if if Penn State beats Ohio State and then Penn State loses to in the Big Ten championship to a one loss or two loss Wisconsin, then probably the Big Ten's out. Right? I think Michigan. But, but then Ohio State could argue. Ohio State could argue. Look, we only lost one game to an undefeated Penn State team that was Big Ten runner up. Um, but I, th- you know, once again, Baylor is kind of a wild card right now. Because they are undefeated, they they have a big game at TCU this what's week. What's the what's the line there, Sean? Prognosticator. Baylor TCU. Drumroll. Worth right. Yeah. Uh, Baylor five. Ooh, just off one and a half. So you missed by three and a half. <laughs> so, <laughs> close. Yeah, that's closer than you thought. Yeah, than that. Wow, Baylor. Baylor's a one and a half dog. No favorite. They're favored. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's going to be impressive uh, if they can go in there and, and beat, you know, Gary Patterson's team, uh, who also just knocked off. At TCU, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, impressive. I, yeah, hey, to answer, to answer your question, Shay, I, I think no unless something really crazy happens, right? There's one or two or three teams that 
might take their spot. It's hey, that's why we play it out, right? It's yeah, crazy. look, every time, Bill, what do I say? Every time, let the games play. We <laughs> Pump the brakes. Worry. Pump the yeah. brakes, right? Yep, we always worry. And you, we, look, we just know that this week, two of the undefeated teams will be gone because there's no way all four can win. Uh, <laughs> Appalachian State plays at South Carolina. They lost last undefeated. week. They lost to Georgia Southern. On oh, that's Friday. right. They lost. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're still ranked mm-hmm. in the 20th. Yeah, they're still up there. Um, Trust me, I remember. Don't ask me how. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on really quick, guys. Uh, one more game I just wanted to bring up. Uh, FSU plays at Boston College, but they're going to be yeah. without their head coach, uh, who we referenced earlier, was let go today. Uh, Willie Taggart, relieved of his duties as Florida State head coach, is, you know um, – Kirk Herbstreit kind of went off on that team on his little – did you see the little take from Herbstreit in the bus? Uh, I saw the, it. I didn't listen to it. I saw him. Yeah, yeah, he just – you know, he said, look, I'm done with Florida State. They're, they're a shitty team. They're, he didn't say shitty, but he said they're – you know, all they want to do is talk smack and, and dance, that they're so good. They all need to go back and watch, you know, videos of Bobby Bowden's years when that team was solid mm-hmm. and was the best athletes in the state. And, you know, I mean, Todd, you know, you remember, and Shay, you were a little kid, but you – I mean, the Sunshine State – you know, from Miami to Florida State to Florida was just, I mean, it was the epicenter Dominated, of college football, yeah. you know? Yep. yep. I mean, you look at the national championships won by the schools from Florida. Um, and, Sean, you agree. I, I want to dominate the state, but I also want Florida State and Miami to be good. So it makes, it makes us look better, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're, for sure. We're, we're good in a really good state. Yeah. So uh, before you go NFL, let's get Shay in on this. Um, NBA, we are – uh, what, two weeks into the season, Shay? Uh, the things I wrote down, for the process. Oh. Philadelphia, 5-0, and the only mm. undefeated team still in the NBA. Wow. Um, Miami and Boston right behind them with only one loss. And then out west, uh, I, I mentioned them last week on the show, the Timberwolves, the Los Angeles Lakers, and the San Antonio Spurs all with only one loss um, and a bunch of teams with two losses. Uh, at the opposite end of the spectrum, you have the Golden State Warriors with just one win, and it looks like uh, Steph Draymond might be the only player who, who's recognizable on that roster because <laughs> Steph Curry, uh, I believe, broke his hand the other day. And Draymond yeah. got hurt yesterday, so he's he's out for Not a couple. Of, yeah, he did. He did something to a oh, ligament of the finger, right, Shay? This, this is the yeah. San Francisco curse, right? <laughs> so Shay, Shay, drop some drop some NBA knowledge on us. You're Portland Trailblazers. Uh, and the uh, vaunted Houston Rockets right now currently out of the playoff. I know we're only two weeks into the season, but um. – <laughs> Pop your brakes, uh, Carpenter. Pop there your brakes. You I like it. Wow. <laughs> it's a long season. Um, oddly enough, though, game last night, Philadelphia came into Portland, and I don't know if you guys saw that or saw anything about it, but that was a really, really good basketball game. A lot of back and forth there. Uh, Philadelphia wins the game 129 to 128. Weren't there, I I heard three lead changes in the last 10 seconds. In the last, yeah, I think it was like 10, 12 (laughs) seconds. Absolutely. That's awesome. Great game. Shay, let me me hit really quick. I want to get your take on the fight between (laughs) uh, Carl Towns and uh, who's the big dude on Philly? Joel Embiid. (laughs) And I just, I I, I loved Towns in the post-game interview. He just kept saying, like, yeah, it was really physical. It was really physical. It was a a contentious game. That's what he kept saying. He said it was very contentious. Very contentious. And they said, what about the fight? And he goes, it was really contentious. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying to get fined more. (laughs) 
Have you guys gone back and watched this fight? It's a couple things in this fight that it, that is just so wonderful. First off, fights <laughs> in the modern day NBA are nothing like fights in the late. Oh, oh man, I miss Oakley. I miss Oakley. <laughs> yeah. Um, secondly, the biggest the biggest thing on this fight is so Carl Anthony Towns and, and Joel Embiid haven't liked each other for a really long time. Apparently, it's a past that goes back to even before college. Okay. Deep, right? <laughs> yeah. But the interesting thing is Joel Embiid gets suspended two games, Carl Anthony Towns for two games, Ben Simmons gets zero games. If you he look was at this choke tape, holding him. Ben Simmons appears to be breaking the two up and pulling them apart, but he's actually choking Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns goes to the ground and taps out like he's in a UFC fight. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> This is the best thing ever. So they're going to the tunnel. Both of the, the, the both uh, they're both ejected. They're going into the tunnel, and there this game takes place in Philly. So Joel Embiid's like getting tears from the crowd. He's pumping the crowd up. Carl Anthony Towns' mother, it has to be held back because she's trying to run down the stairs to get to Joel Embiid. This is going to the tunnel. <laughs> Mama's mad. Mama's mad. She's got to take care of business. <laughs> she's the real MVP. She's the real MVP. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. So, Mom, Shay, give, me, get, Shay, give us your thoughts on some of the new, the new dynamic duos. Uh, obviously, you know, what you're seeing with LeBron and AD, some of the alley-oops, some of the, you know, the the – positions uh you know obviously paul george isn't i don't think playing right now uh but just give us your insights on the people that have moved uh jimmy butler in miami uh some of the other you know the movements that have happened what do you think about the new spots oh man jimmy buckets love jimmy buckets in miami <laughs> jimmy and buckets tyler hero love. is a great he's a great like robin to batman isn't he do you guys remember in summer league when i told you to watch out for tyler hero Yep, Tyler Hero. Yep. Tyler Hero is making some noise with the Heat, and the Heat ha- the Heat have a complete roster, but they've been looking for that veteran, that hardworking veteran to come in and really um, set the tone for this young core they have. And Jimmy Butler's perfect for that. I mean, you hear Jimmy Butler. You guys remember last year we talked about Jimmy Butler in Minnesota, where he says that he wants to go play with the third team, and then he beats the starters by like twenty points in the scrimmage. He works that hard. He's the first one in the gym, the last one to leave. And I, I, I think he's going to be a perfect fit in Miami. Now, let me ask you, sorry to interrupt, Shay. Do, do you think Spolstra is, is – he's just the kind of coach that is perfect for, for Butler? I think Spolstra is perfect for Butler, but even – it goes bigger than Spolstra. It goes to Pat Riley. Mm. It goes to Pat Riley, sets the tone for that entire franchise. And he's, he's a, a Pat Riley guy. Yeah, Pat Riley's the yeah. GM. But he's a Pat Riley guy. You know, Jimmy Butler's an old-school basketball player. Jimmy Butler could have played for Riley when he was coaching the Lakers. Like, he just has that type of spirit to him. Yeah. Uh, we talk about duos, though, man. I don't know if you guys caught any of this, but uh, Friday night was, in my opinion, the best game of the NBA season. The, the Lakers uh, play their first road game. They go into Dallas. Yeah, what so, Dallas uh, is putting together with Porzingis and Luka, that's a dynamic duo. Luka got that hit the head, right? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Luka, Luka's got three triple doubles this season alone in, in six games. Where's Luca from, Shay? Ah, oh, is it Slovenia? You know what my favorite part is? His hero is LeBron James. Did you see after the game? They they had an embrace like this kid yeah. from Slovenia, his hero is LeBron LeBron James. And uh I watched the end of that game, that was awesome. But he's I didn't realize how good he was because I just haven't watched that much of Luca. Well, and I saw him live last year at Madison Square Garden. 
I mean, he is freaking good. That kid is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun to watch. I saw the end. I saw the end of that game. And LeBron had a triple double in that game, right, Shay? Yeah, so LeBron Luka. did. So Le- Luka. LeBron and Luca both had triple doubles in that game. It was a great game to watch too. Uh, the Lakers are starting to get healthy again. They got Kyle Kuzma back that game, and um, as you can see, they're five and one. They lost on opening night, but they're five and one. So they're 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 fun to watch. I, I was in the camp, Shay. I thought is LeBron too? Is he too old? I watched the end of that game. He's better than ever, right? I mean. He's just running all cylinders. So we, we, we put we put the curse on Trey Young after we talked about him last week glowingly, right? <laughs> well, say what were you saying about LeBron, real quick? We're going to see a different LeBron James this season. I want you guys to really kind of watch and pay attention to it. Uh, Monday night, Tuesday night, the Lakers are playing the Memphis Grizzlies, not the best team in the world. Anthony Davis mm-hmm. ends He's, up with forty yeah. points and twenty rebounds and doesn't play the fourth quarter. Unreal. Mm. Now, with that being said, what LeBron James is going to morph into this season isn't going to be takeover LeBron. If you look at the Dallas game, they had three opportunities to score down the stretch while they were trailing. LeBron James didn't look to take any of those shots. LeBron is going to become a distributor and more magic than Michael. And isn't that the definition of a legend? Uh, I always default to Larry Bird, but players are better around – like he makes players better around him. And I think LeBron – when he was younger, just dominating, which is awesome. And now I think what you indicated, he's going he's gonna to elevate even more than he already has the players around him and, and have them uh, kind of take over. It's, just, it's fun to watch. I'm not – admittedly, I'm not a huge NBA guy, but, God, when I watched it on Friday, it was awesome, right? It was so good. So good. Sean, going back to you, yeah. Trey, Trey Young got hurt, I think. Um, he may, I don't think he's out long, but – what a great two first two three games, and now the Hawks are coming back down to earth. They start out two and zero. I think they're two and three, two and four now. So, um, Shane, yeah, what's, Trey, the, what's the vibe yeah. on uh, Zion? When's he going to actually kind of make his debut? Uh, from what I'm hearing, he's still he's still about three weeks, two and a half weeks away. The, okay. the thing with Zion, you're going to have to monitor and you're going to have to be careful. That's a lot of weight, man. He's a big guy, he not speaker, very tall, he? and he's explosive, <laughs> you know, and that's a, that's a lot of impact on that knee. And he has to learn his conditioning was a factor all through the preseason, too. So you have to be in NBA shape. It's a different type of grind than being in college when you got to play three games and you got to be on a plane and, and eating out every night. Well, not eating out. He's not eating McDonald's, but, you know, right. it's, it's, a, it's a different what's vibe wrong, there. What's wrong with that? <laughs> so, so I wanted to contribute to the NBA so, talk. I found well, a, I found a spot to slip into the conversation. It's great. Well, well, before we, I know we're going there, but I mean, we talk about eating fast food. Did you guys see the Deshaun Jackson today in his post game interview? I did. And they asked him, they asked him, what did he attribute his play to today? And he said that it was uh, because Popeyes brought the spicy chicken sandwich. Back. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Didn't he get That's hurt in the awesome. game though? He didn't even finish the game. I think. I think Deshaun. <laughs> That's great. Not Deshaun. Hey, two Jackson, more teams Deshaun I want to throw out. Sorry, Watson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Deshaun Watson. Okay. Two right. more. Uh, two more teams I want to throw out to you just for your your thoughts. Uh, Denver and Memphis with uh, Jamont or uh, John Morant. John Morant. No, oh, John. John Morant. Come on, John. Morant. John Morant. John Morant looks like he could be a rookie of the year candidate. Um, R.J. Barrett in the New York Knicks. He's having to play some point guard, which I've always felt was his natural position, and and he's they're kind of making a little bit of noise there. Um, what was the first team you asked me about? Denver. Denver? De- 
Denver's interesting. Um, the Joker, the Joker is uh, whew, he's one of, he's one of the best European bigs we have in the league. He's probably one of the five best players in the league right now. I question can Mike Malone and that team really be able to compete with the firepower that's in the West? Yeah. Even with Golden State going down, there's a lot of talent in the West. And Golden State is is done this year, right? I mean, I know it's, it's hard hard to say that this early, but do you think they make the playoffs? No, not no, yeah. right? Yeah, that's weird to say that having that too fast. many injuries, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. I, I I mean I mean this is my opinion, guys. I'd argue that Golden State will end up with the worst record in the West mm. this season. You may not get Klay Thompson back. You won't get Steph Curry back for another three months. Uh, mm. Draymond's going to be hit or miss. And Draymond's never been a superstar. He's just he's, been able to fit well player. with that system and those guys yeah. around him. Right. He's a role player for sure, yeah. He's been a great role player. I mean, he's been a great – Awesome, uh, yeah. One of the best, you know. yeah. And, 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 I mean, not to geek out on you guys with analytics and NBA stuff, but like, when you look when you look at the Warriors <laughs> roster, I know, right? I love this. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Too late. With because Golden State is hard cap, because they've gone over the salary cap so many times and they're hard cap, mm. with Steph Curry going down, Clay down, and Draymond down, unless they fall below eight guys, they don't have any money to go bring anybody else in. Right. Wow. And we're not talking superstar. I'm just talking guys to be able to. So can't they do like a radio license, station promo? Right? Like a, <laughs> like a, hey, it's K-Rock in San Francisco. And if you're the ninth caller, you're starting for the Warriors tonight. <laughs> I mean, they have to fall below eight guys to petition the league to be able to, uh, to be able to have access to more money to sign more guys. Other than that, you're going to be seeing a lot of G League guys fill their roster. They have got, they are so fortunate that all of this happened before they sold out you know, sold all the seat licenses and all the suites right. at the right. new building yeah. because that is not the way you want to introduce a new uh, venue to, uh, to, the, to the fans. Wow, that's rough. Hmm. Hey, before we move on, one more name I forgot, Shay. What, what's the vibe on Kyrie you're hearing uh, in his matchup with the Brooklyn Nets? Did you, guys, did you guys hear about the Kyrie news this week? How moody he was in, moody. They said yeah, moody <laughs> in the locker room? Kyrie's always been a, a a different type of cat, right? So nothing Kyrie, new, right? nothing new, right? Yeah, like, I, do you remember last year when Kyrie came out and he said he thought the world was flat? Like, oh. <laughs> no, he's flat. He, he doesn't think it; he knows it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kyrie being Kyrie, but hands down, the next night he goes out and he hits a buzzer beater. Kyrie's still. A, a, a tremendous talent, one of the best ball handlers in the league. And once they get Kevin Durant back on that team, that team's going to be a force to be record in the East. How, how, did, how did Kyrie get into Duke with that the philosophy? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'll let it go. I'll let it go. <laughs> he can play basketball. That's oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, that's great. Great segue. Speaking of college basketball, we kick off Tuesday. And uh, wow. boy, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the, 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 the college for – or the – Hoops for Cancer, whatever, the, the four games yeah. in New York City, Shay. Uh, we got Michigan State, Kansas, Kentucky, and Duke. Mm. Um, I think four of the – I think they're all, they're all ranked in the top five. Um, sure. Yeah. It's an impressive start to the season. Uh, any, any, any insights on what you're hearing, Shay, on, on the college front? Man, I'll give you a couple teams to watch out for. I think that – and this is not me, me being a homer. I think that mm -hmm. Duke is going to struggle a little according to Duke standards this season. 
I think that Michigan State is uh, is the favorite to win it all. They're bringing back what three uh, three or four starters from their starting Michigan. lineup. Michigan State's great. Memphis, Memphis are playing all yes. freshmen. With Penny, is Penny Hardaway, Hardaway the, the coach best recruiting class in the country. Yeah, number yes, one recruiting Penny class. Hardaway and uh, yeah. and and uh, Ryan Anderson's on the coaching staff too, right? Is it Ryan Anderson? Mm, I don't yeah. know. I still Ryan Anderson is on the coaching staff too. Wow. Yeah. Um, so they're they're definitely a force. North Carolina is always going to be North Carolina. They're going to be a force as well. North Carolina brings in three uh three transfers as well as two top ten recruits. Uh that should be interesting to mix with the two returning starters they had uh coming back as well. Yeah, but they, so. they lost both their backcourt guys, right? Kobe White and um uh or is the other guy come back? I'm trying to the the guy that played like the two spot. Uh they lose. They lose Kobe, uh, and they lose. Um, pardon me. Names are slipping yeah. me right now because my mind's somewhere else. Young, I, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> the uh, the the North Carolina point guard this year though is uh, Cole Anthony. Mm. Does that name ring a bell for you guys that, at all? Do you uh, remember? Um, Dagley. Oh, Anthony. Uh, Greg Anthony. Father. Greg, Greg Anthony from UNLV. Greg Anthony. Wow. Greg Anthony. Greg Anthony's son is a starting point guard at North Carolina this year, and this kid is amazing. UNLV, yeah. Jump out of the gym, shoot the three ball. Whatever it takes to get Duke you guys, back. I love huh? Kobe White. <laughs> <laughs> he's, going back, he's going back this to guy, 1991. This guy, this guy puts Kobe White to the- Shay, yeah. our host, Sean Carpenter, jumped on. He claimed he was uh, a genius. Jumped on the UNLV bandwagon in 91. <laughs> When they went 31-0, and 0 and Greg Anthony was the point guard. Remember that, Sean? You all of a sudden you I knew. B, I knew. Like, These are my boys. I'm like, no, you think you're not your boys. That's because, yes, yeah, so that, that, that was when we did a uh, – in the fraternity, we did a draft. Like, we, we drafted the teams in the March Madness, and it went to the highest bidder. Mm-hmm. And we bought UNLV that year for i think the penthouse bought it for 150 bucks or something like that you know and yeah but you were like we bought them all of a sudden you were mr unlv like you went there like i'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> stacy stacy ogman larry johnson larry johnson yeah yes great team Greg man. anthony yeah that, that, when you said that name i'm like that sounds familiar and yeah. the tark yeah so yeah so college basketball we'll, we'll start tuning into more uh some some obviously some some good stories that we'll we'll pick up on as the season progresses Let's, let's uh, hit soccer really quick, Todd, and then we'll go to the football to finish up the night. Um, Atlanta Fire, I believe, playing in the um, MLS Cup against Seattle Sounders coming up, right? Or did they, did they lose to Toronto? Atlanta United lost. Um, oh, they did. It was okay. a tough one, yeah. So it's, um, it's uh, Seattle versus, help me, Toronto. Toronto. Uh, like, Toronto. Yeah, yeah. So, um, hey. You know, they won the cup last year. They made the semis. Um, different team, new coach. It's, it's, it's all good. So, EPL, real quick. Next week, Liverpool, Manchester City, the top two teams square off. And both teams were down in the 80th minute and both came back to win. Literally, uh, Man City beat um, Southampton 2-1. Uh, to one. Liverpool was down um, – Gosh, I can't remember who they played. It's crazy. But they were down in the 84th minute and the 89th minute. They had two headers for goals uh, to win. So they were playing Ashton Villa. Ashton Villa. So, anyway, um, Liverpool, Man City. Liverpool's up six points on the table. Um, plenty of soccer left. So, good stuff. Awesome. All right, guys, let's hit the NFL and then call it a night. Um, I don't know if you want to start, We can maybe start with the grudge match between Bill and Shay's teams. Uh, we had – Tampa Bay going up to Seattle. 
as close as Shea gets to the NFL. Um, Shea's other team, the Atlanta Falcons, were off this week. Uh, just where do you want to start? Uh, Broncos beat the Browns. Uh, God, Browns are two and six, man. Yeah. This, this is the hype team. The yeah, hype. they just—they're just not good. They're just not—they're oh. they're poorly coached. They didn't have as many turn, turnovers this, this year or this week. Um, the Dolphins get off the Schneid. They beat the lowly Jets, uh, leaving the Bengals now as the only team without a win. Uh, 49ers undefeated, and based on what's happening in Baltimore tonight, might end up as the only undefeated team in the NFL after today. Uh, where do you want to start, Bill? Pick, pick a game. Oh, your Chargers looked good. My no. Chargers. There you go with my Chargers. I'll, I'll tell you. Who, I'll tell you what. Sorry about that, Todd. But man, uh, uh, you you want to talk about what happened to the Packers' offense? What 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 was that all about? So Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa was what that was all about. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. So the easy the easy explanation is it's the NFL. Yeah. And after nine games and you're seven and two, and you will take it, right? Yeah. So yeah, it was just it was just an off day for the Packers and. I was I was waiting for the Chargers blow up and it just didn't happen today. So I mean, now Philip got to cruise in the fourth quarter. Goals. They kicked a lot of field goals, but Green Bay didn't didn't come around to the late. So anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. it and happens in the NFL, right? Well, it happens. Like Tampa Bay almost beat Seattle in Seattle. <clears throat> Listen, it Dolphins, happens. Dolphins won. They got their first victory today. <laughs> I mean, you're you're not going to go in sixteen. You're not going to go sixteen. No, it's just the way it is. Yeah, hey, that, that, that's Bill's guy quarterback in the Dolphins now. A little Fitz magic. That's right. We, we had, <laughs> exactly. He, he was a, he was a, second now, right? He's three and a half games of magic every for every team he plays for. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. So, Love it. Love yeah, it. He's 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 great. But that, so yeah, the that, bang, Bengals are are winless. Uh, Redskins look dreadful. Jets look dreadful. Let's not fool ourselves. The Dolphins ain't going to go on a run now and, and win out. Um, there's some bad teams in this league, and there's yep. some, you know, Vikings-Chiefs was an exciting game. Uh, that one turns out 26-23 uh, with the Chiefs winning, and that's without Mahomes. I hate to say it, Sean. I'm sorry to interrupt, but um, Colts, is it is it time to hang it up for Vinatieri? He, he missed oh, a- hey. Look, Yeah, you know, people, people want to say I was la- just because of the laces. That makes a difference. That makes yeah. a difference. He missed yeah. by thirty yards, Bill. Oh, dude, that's why how big a difference it makes. Yeah, because he's <laughs> the greatest. He's the greatest kicker of all time. And he really is. The In laces, this yeah, the, yeah. But you, you know, there's a great video on Twitter. You guys got to watch you, it. Pat McAfee. You, you saw Ace Ventura. It's laces out. Okay? Did, did you see Pat McAfee's video today, guys? Oh, no, I haven't. Pat seen McAfee. He's funny. Is in his, I think he's in his house or whatever. And he's got like the six big screens on the basement wall, like right. And he's watching it, and he goes, "Oh, here he goes," and you know, there's. The camera's on him from behind. He must have started filming as Venetary took the field. And he's like, here goes the greatest ever. And in real time as it's happening, he goes, laces! <laughs> like he saw it happen in real time. He's a holder, wasn't he? Laces oh, he held forever. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to spin that ball. Just even three inches makes a massive yeah. difference. And you know what I found interesting, though? They were talking. It's like mud on your golf ball, right, Bill? You got they, it, yeah. say, they say afterwards, they said, it, that's on the snapper, not the, the wow. holder. Wow. I don't believe that. How's that? I yeah. mean, I don't get it. They say oh. that's on the snapper, the way it comes back. And I'm just thinking, wow, that's, you know. Um, he says you only have that half second. To, and, you, you know, if you, if you realize it, you spin it. And if not, you'd leave it. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was a tough one there, Bill. Yeah. Believe it or not, I was a holder in high school. Not a very good one, but that's what you're taught. Put it down and spin, right? 
put it down and spin it. Yeah. Well, um, Buccaneers, Buccaneers were in that game, Bill. They were wow, in it. Yeah. They were in they it. And then Jameis, uh, just another turnover, right? Yeah. The turnover was, it wasn't even, he wasn't even touched. He just, it just flew out of his hand backwards, you know? <laughs> so, which almost got returned for a touchdown. Um, but it, you know, that game all comes down to Russell Wilson. That guy is amazing, right? Good, right? Oh my God. I mean, there, there was a huge play where, you know, um, he was committed to the run from the get go. Uh, they talked about it on the television. Uh, this was at the final drive to wasn't an overtime. It might, maybe it wasn't overtime where he knew it was going to be man to man and he was just going to run it and easily got the first down, kept the drive alive. He's, and then, you know, the uh, touch that that guy shows. And then when he's got to throw a rope 30 yards, it's just, it's effortless. So it's pretty fun to watch, you know, but I mean, sure. Other, other than the fact that it was against a team that I, <laughs> where I live now. So, hey, one other team that that got a lot of hype be- beginning of the season and has just totally underperformed. That's the Chicago Bears. Mm. Mm. They they lose to the Bills or to the Eagles the today. Team. Sorry, to the Eagles. Them and the Browns are the it teams, right? Yeah, right. I mean, they they have completely. I'll go through those tomorrow night. You got the Dallas Cowboys playing the Giants. That's the, the Cowboys are seven point favorites in New York. Can the Giants win that game? Well, I mean, the Jets won. Win or cover? I don't know. <laughs> I don't see him winning. Bill's asking for – Todd's asking for entertainment purposes only, right? Exactly, yeah. I don't see him winning. Yeah, I don't see him winning either. Uh, yeah, I don't see him winning. You know, I only ask because for some reason my son picked him in a survivor pool. He's in the final four. And he picked the Giants? Giants? He took the, the Giants. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. He took the Giants. That's a bold pick. Bold or – uh, something else so wow yeah what was his what were his choices but anyway that's i don't know show. what he had left yeah that's, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah very interesting uh, hey guys seahawks get better today not just winning in overtime they signed josh gordon wow they did. Oh, that, yeah did you see the rumor was they were going to go after antonio wow. brown until gordon was released by the patriots uh-huh. wow i'm sure the patriots did that strategically right just to <laughs> just wow. to let him have it i don't know yeah, I, two fo- two football things too. We talk about Seahawks. How about the NFC West being probably the uh, the toughest division in football between the Niners and the Seahawks now? Wow, they got to go head to head. Yeah, and they still and, have to play and, each other twice. And don't forget the Rams are still pretty good. You know, people are just yeah. kind of. It's funny how yeah. the Rams are. You yeah. know, and don't sleep on the Rams, right? Yeah, for sure. And and I got to talk about the Cardinals. I mean, Kyler Murray's coming around. He's getting better every week. I think. I mean, he's. Gonna have, I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna have, he'll have a good career. Yeah, he's he's much smaller. He's much smaller, but but the game we're watching right now, you know, Lamar Jackson is kind of showing that that mobile quarterback with confidence can can do some good things. Now, once again, Lamar Jackson, I think, is probably three inches taller than than Lamar Jack than uh, Kyler Murray. Right. But and as long as Kyler Murray doesn't play baseball. He'll, he'll, he won't get in trouble at the Heisman house where he lives. So um, <laughs> somebody, somebody watches way too much college football, but that's all right. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> hey, as long as, as long as Bo doesn't get in trouble, right? Shay. That's it. Bo knows. <laughs> Bo knows. Well guys, good show. Guys, Great having Shay back. Uh, obviously we're just getting into the heat of things. Baseball is done to be replaced by college basketball here starting this week. Uh, hard to believe it, but before you know, we'll be breaking down the brackets. Um, and, uh, Getting ready for the Masters. Um, let's go around the horn. See what we got coming up this week. Shay, what's going on this week? What are you What are you up to in Portland? I am college basketballing myself out. We've got like eighty games on Tuesday with college basketball opener. 
Um, and then I'm headed down to New Orleans. Uh, going oh. down to NOLA. I've got a I've got a wedding on Saturday. Check this out, guys. I got a wedding on Saturday. Thankfully, it's Saturday night. So earlier that day, I get to take in uh, on television the uh, LSU. LSU going to Alabama. The wedding Saturday night, and then Sunday, my Atlanta Falcons, who have yet to play a division game, so there's still a chance. <laughs> go down and play the Saints in the Superdome. Wow! So, See, <laughs> say there's a chance. <laughs> Hey, listen, man, that town could be electric if LSU wins. Oh. Uh, you know, that could be a fun Saturday night. Yeah, I'm hoping. Hey, I'm hoping. Hey, Brewers at a wedding, it's going to be a fun Saturday night. I was say, <laughs> something tells me it's going to be fun no matter what. <laughs> I'm not worried. Are you worried, Bill? I'm not no, worried. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Todd, how about you, bud? Oh, man. So, uh, uh, bear with me. Um Sean, we we uh, we found each other in 1988. Thank God, at University of Florida and the and our fraternity. Um, you found Bill, which seems like the most natural match. But I'm literally just as uh, our humble. But how did you find Shea Brewer, man? It's just crazy. <laughs> Thank God you were in a bar in Portland, Oregon. I mean, how does that how does that friggin' happen? Um, so, dude. Uh, I just love I just love this podcast. I'm truly a, a better person uh, just talking to you guys for an hour, all three of you every week. So, thank you very much. Gratitude, awesome, awesome, awesome. So this week, work wise, um, very active. Got a lot of uh, got a lot of appointments um, scheduled. Not a lot of downtime, so I'm I'm happy for that. And then Saturday, uh, hopefully, I win a, a big plate playing tennis. So looking forward to the week, man. Awesome. Thanks, Sean. Nice. Oh, we got a Scotty appearance. Scotty in the Scott in the show. Those of you not <laughs> wave at the camera, Scott. Yes, <clears throat> he's, he's so like, angry. He's <laughs> all dad. Don't be a dork. Just Will? make me another. Make me another chili cheese dog or whatever. Will, you, you got a chance to put some miles on the truck last week. Uh, yeah. I'm guessing this is a home week for you then. No, I remember. I'm 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 on the East Coast every week now for a couple of days. So I'm sure. helping out the entire operation. So. Uh, I'll be in Orlando Wednesday and Thursday this week. Uh, they have eight appointments for me for those <laughs> two days span already. So be busy uh, this week on the podcast. I'm really excited. It's um, I don't know, think you know her, Sean, but her name is Ginny Lee Deptula. I <laughs> love her. Yeah. Anthony Malafronte uh, connected me with her. Ginny right? Lee's from uh, Ginny Lee. Origi- originally born in Alamogordo, New Mexico, but her dad was in the Air Force. And so she traveled all around the country. I think she spent a lot of time in Virginia. Uh, Her dad worked at the Pentagon. And she's now in Niceville, Florida, Todd. That's in the Panhandle, yeah. Yeah, I think it's right next to Meanburg, Florida, right? Because it's (laughs) that's what someone told me. That sounds about right. That's my my joke. Um, She didn't laugh either, Shay. Um, (laughs) I think she's becoming a disciple of the uh, Build Relationships, Solve Problems, Have Fun movement. She's all in on you, Sean. I told her to call you. Like I gave her your phone number. I said, you oh. can call, call Sean and talk to him. Just call him. Cause she's a huge, he's not fan. approachable. Tell him, tell her Look, she's, not. she's, she's super nice and uh, doing some great things with a you know, kind of digital marketing video stuff in the panhandle and probably really differentiating herself from a lot of the other agents there. So Good. that's a great episode. That'll be Tuesday, uh, as you know. And uh, I interviewed Eric Sachs on uh last or late last week sean he'll be on wow. next week. yeah the week nice. after finally get eric on the show so good good well i yeah. thought whitney was a, a great guest as well and she she yeah. has a uh, good energy on, and and good luck to her on her, her book release i think that happens this week yeah coming up soon so we'll be talking yeah. about that too so good good thanks
What's up? And for, for me, guys, it's a home week. I uh, no travel. Uh, so, <laughs> so just like I said, working on that presentation and project. And then next week, uh, heading, heading South, uh, Ryan and I are going to be uh, dropping into Starkville, Mississippi to visit Mississippi state while students are on the grounds. Uh, and so there's no better way to show Ryan at S- Southeastern college campus and going to a football game. So we'll be dropping down the Alabama Mississippi state football game. Is that leading the, uh, leading the charge or is he, it is. Well, he, he applied to both Mississippi state and, and Eastern Kentucky got accepted to both. So very proud of him for that. And, uh, and I think, I think it's in the lead, so we'll see how, how good the junction is and how good the uh, Little Dewey's barbecue is. And, uh, uh, you know, it, who knows? We'll see. And I'll be happy with him wherever he decides to go. But uh, How so, many hours from Columbus? Uh, it's 10-hour drive, Bill. So it's uh, 10 hours and two minutes. So it's about 11-hour drive by the time you stop and like that. So it's 10 hours yeah. there, 12 hours home. Because you, okay. you, you, know, you pick up that hour into Nashville. Um, but really, it's kind of a neat, you know, we're going to go just – to Nashville on Wednesday night after school and then get in. He's playing golf with some, some of the kids in the program on nice. Thursday. Uh, I'll do some, some presentations with the uh, coal banker company there uh, next week. And then we'll sit in on some classes on Friday and then we'll get a chance to watch the junction come to life. Junction is kind of their tailgate spot where all the students kind of run in and grab their spots. And so, <laughs> so we're going to be watching that happen. Uh, so we need for him to see us, uh, SEC town come to life on yeah, a Friday before cool. Alabama comes to town. Very that's cool. cool. Yep. yep. So, guys, great week on behalf of Shay in his car in a random parking lot in Portland. Uh, <laughs> Bill Risser in St. Pete. Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Thanks for listening to The Stare Down. <laughs>